Bob Marley at the end there. I, I heard that. Because it's 420 <laughs> uh, coming up here Friday. Woot. Yeah, that's a very important day to stoners all over the universe. <laughs> and we're going to be doing, uh, I'll, I'll talk about that later. 420 is a big day here on the Reprobate Travel Cast. We're going to get to it. Uh, shit. Um, welcome to the show, everybody. I got Summer Stairwood with me. Hey. How are you? I'm good. Yeah? Everything's good. Yeah, what's new? Uh, nothing. I'm still sort of on the high of Utah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're still coming down from your Utah yeah. deal, huh? So, everything's, everything's pretty good. That's cool. Yeah. Well, uh, I have a lot of stuff to talk about today, <clears throat> so I wanted to get right to it. Let's do it. Let's do it. It is the water festival in Ooh. Thailand right now. Cool. April, yeah. I would love to go to that. That would be sweet. Every a lot of countries have these. Yeah, do they well, call it carnival. No, no, no. The, it, it's the. Uh, I think it's just called the Water Festival, or maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. No, no, no. It is. I, I heard it on it. It's wild. Yeah. Just you know. Wet T-shirt contest. Yeah, I mean, just wet everything. <laughs> you can't get down the street. Everybody's got a squirt gun. It's insanity. I love like, this. Like, if you don't want to get wet, you can't leave your house because yeah. you're going to get blasted. Yeah, I have a story about Ecuador in their water fest, which is called Carnival, but later. Okay. Talk no, go ahead. Tell, tell it. Really? That, that's yeah. right along the subject. So what happened at the water festival in Ecuador? Uh, we went, it was the first time I'd ever actually gone on a plane to, in the country, which by the way was awesome. We yeah. We get like uh, homemade snacks on their plane. Is this a little plane or a big plane? It was a big plane. Sweet. It, and I don't remember the name. It was like... Ecuador, you know, it was something. Ecuador Air or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. And but thought, yeah. homemade snacks? Yeah, they made empanada. Like, you don't get peanuts. You get an empanada that's greasy from... Wow. Yeah, it was amazing. It that's was, awesome. It was sweet. And we flew to the coast, because the coast, even though it's a tiny country, you go through mountains and hills, so it takes you a while. So it got us there way quicker. And I get there, and it's the coast and it's like carnival so people throw water and and especially on a gringa oh yeah you're gonna get hit but they use this water like from the streets and it's fucking it's really bad oh geez it's it's like urine water yeah who knows what's in it right and i was determined like i was with my i was dating a guy there at the time and uh he was real like didn't want to do it (laughs) yeah and I'm like, let's do this. Like, I'm, I've am i never experienced this But before. he knew you were going to get hit pretty you, hard, I you bet. You don't get it. And I thought he was just being, like, like boring. <laughs> right. So I made him, and he's like, you're going to, I mean, you're going to regret this. So, I mean, we didn't make it ten steps out of my hotel. And you were just, just like, blasted. Slam with dirt, dirt water, just dirty bathroom, just gross water, so... Oh. Ended abruptly. That's pretty much it. And then it. you what, went back into your room? Yeah, I showered and I, I went out again and happened. <laughs> and <laughs> and <it> so, <laughs> so wait, that, like that, that's like a Three Stooges uh, yeah. deal. You just keep splash. Oh, better take it a shower. Let's like, go. Splash. Oh, better take a shower. It's like getting, like, you can't do that on television where you get the slime, idiot. That's horrible. But everyone had a great time. I, however, I don't know. <laughs> It was stupid. But you're a target if you're if you're a honky, you're a target. For sure, right? Yeah. Oh, for sure. I don't know if it's like that in Thailand. Okay, let's see. Necessarily. I think everybody pretty much gets it in Thailand. Yeah. I mean, everybody is armed with like these heavy duty 
Yeah. Water gun, like super soakers. That's fun. It's insane. And you, I mean, we saw uh, these guys were trying to pick up hookers, and the hookers <laughs> pulled out super soakers and blasted the guys. <laughs> And oh they were confused. God. They were like, I thought we were supposed to blast you in the face. <laughs> so, it's very confusing. That's hilarious. Um, I love it. There's a couple of uh, things I wanted to talk about that I think are, are uh, that I, I personally um, have some testimonials for. <clears throat> One of which is a book called Lost on Planet China. <clears throat> Excuse me. Mm. This guy named J. Martin Troost, he's a writer, wrote these mm. these books, and one of them is called uh, This Lost on Planet China book. Yeah. I read it, and it's literally like if you don't have the money to go to China or you um, don't have the time yeah. or are scared, you read this book, and you'll pretty much feel like you were there. And it, it was a roller coaster ride. Really? It, and it's funny. The guy's hilarious. It's a great book. It's called Lost on Planet China. And I, I wanted to tell people about that because it's a travel book. The guy had a wife and kids. They didn't want to raise them in Sacramento. So they went to... Um, so <laughs> he went to China by himself to check wow. it out. And he stayed for like nine months. And Without the wife? I guess. I, yeah, I'm pretty sure without the wife. That's a sacrifice. I'm going to go without the wife and kids for nine Well, months. no, it sounded Just to me... It from out. what I read, though, it sounded to me like they had a strong relationship, and she trusted him, and he trusted her, and <clears throat> she really wanted to give him time to find the right spot. And he talks in the book. He wasn't going to... He's not the kind of guy to cheat on his wife or anything. Something else I'll say. No, he, and, <laughs> well, if he's, like the, if he's truly the character in his book, he didn't. <clears throat> and he got and he got hooked. There was hookers all over China, trying to get him to. And he was always just like, "That's a good guy." He would talk to him and hang out with them and stuff, but he wouldn't fuck any of them. He wouldn't love them long time, <laughs> not even short time, not at all. But who knows? Yeah, who knows? Maybe he was uh, given pretty much all those little Chinese women <laughs> the hide hard one all everywhere he went. So, just um. So what's it? What does it take us through? Is it one long? He yeah, it's it's just one it's not long like story. Short yeah. It is kind of like short. It, each chapter could be a short story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's really well written. Cool. And it's crazy. It goes into some of the crazy history of China mm-hmm. and Chairman Mao. Yeah. And all that crazy stuff. It goes into smart um, too. It's just how crowded it is in mm-hmm. places and how drastically different it is to say. From what I got from the book, to say China is like this mm-hmm. is impossible because there's a lot of different Chinas. Like there's like if you go to one place, it's clean and beautiful. There's room. There's fresh air. There's, you know. Yeah. Then you go to another place and you can't move and it's dangerous and it's mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah. But he really makes you feel like you're there, and yeah. it's it's a great book. Wow, I want to check it out. It reminds yeah. me of David Sedaris's that when you were engulfed. When you were engulfed. When you were engulfed in flames, in he flames. talks about being in, I think, Japan, uh-huh. and in that in that line, his title comes from a book he read in a hotel there, and they talk. They're trying to translate what to do in a case of an emergency, and it starts. One of the things is, you know, like if there's a tornado, blow or whatever there is, and then when you are engulfed in flames, do the following, and that's so. It's a good book too. Stop, drop, and roll. Yeah, that's right? a short book. Yep. But the, yeah, the writer's name's Jay Martin Troost. He also wrote a couple of books called "The Sex Lives of Cannibals" and "Getting Stoned 
with Savages, which I've read both those two. And he's a wild dude. He took his wife and kid to um, this little island in the South Pacific where literally it's so isolated that you have to, whatever comes along for food, that's what you eat. It's like out there. Wow. Um, and then he, this other book, he was in, like, off of Fiji. He lived for a while and um, partied with these people that were, that, um, I mean, only a few short years ago were still practicing cannibalism. Wow. You know? That's insane. Just, yeah. Yeah, but he's, he's interesting. So I wanted to uh, tell the audience about that. If you're into travel and um, reading, <laughs> then Lost on Planet China is a fantastic read. Uh, here's another thing I wanted to tell you about. I think you'll dig this. There's a company called PackSafe. Mm-hmm. Pickpocket-proof gear. Yeah, we were talking. We mentioned this. That's pretty cool, huh? Time for it. That's awesome. Okay, here. I need this. <laughs> Let me tell you what what they got here, because I actually got the article. Um, they got pants with like. Well, it says in the story the dude that invented these like safe pickpocket-proof underwear and pants was in Xi'an, China, and he got pickpocketed, and he was like, "I'm going to do something about this." So he invented these packed some these. Pickpocket-proof items. Uh-huh. So it's like there's there's like nine or ten different zippers and buttons before you actually can get to your wallet. Wow. And, and he's got uh, some, like, underwear where it's, like, down by your junk. Wow. So they'd have to be, like, digging down in your right. junk, undoing buttons and stuff to get so to you your... you need to be getting raped in. Yeah. Like, you would definitely <laughs> notice some dude with his hands down your pants. I don't know about how slick they are. Issues. Yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> well, okay. Don't mind me. <laughs> I'm just trying to. I'm not trying to rave you. I'm just trying. Cough. <laughs> but okay, here's the thing. Because when I got pickpocketed, uh huh. I got it was just cut out of my bag. They cut it with a knife, like yeah. So is it proof of that? Is it proof? Knife no, proof? it does not. Well, I don't see anything. To, it sounds awesome. Sorry. I'm not so concerned. these guys cut your like you were talking to somebody. They cut your I bag was, open. The wallet falls out. They take your wallet. I was in the. I was on the bus. You really love Ecuador, but you got pickpocketed. You got mugged. You <laughs> shit in your pants. You were forced to eat rodents, and you still loved it. What? Something's ringing. Oh, don't worry about it. That's fine. What is it, your cell phone? I think it's an alarm. <laughs> it's telling me... Uh, oh, it's an alarm? Go ahead, get it. Uh, so you really did love Ecuador, though, huh? Yes, I did, and I don't know why. I mean, I know why. I loved it for a lot of reasons. Lots of bad shit happens everywhere. You know? Yeah, that's right. I could have been living in New York. And got... Oh, yeah, New York, I think, would yeah. be more... I'd be more scared to go to New York than I would anywhere in Southeast Asia. Yeah. But I did get, I did get, but they cut it out of my bag while I was on the, they saw where I put it and then they just cut it. Because zipping it, I would have felt. Sneaky bastards. Yeah. Well, this guy has a, has stuff where you have underwear where it's up uh, right near your vajayjay. Actually, you should store shit in your vagina. Uh, Women should just, they have like a built-in pickpocket proof item. 
But all the food is in the shop. They never let me in there. I never get anything in, you know. <laughs> a pickpocket's not going to get in there. Right? It's like, yep. What were you We're saying? Locked up. Hmm? Locked up. Locked up abroad. <laughs> no, locked up in Mother Jane. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a safe box. <laughs> <laughs> safe light repair. Safe light repair. <laughs> Oh, what else do we got? Safety deposit box. That's hilarious. Yeah, it's a lock box. But I don't know how slick the pickpockets are, like in Xi'an, China, that they got the guy. You know, you only have a nine zipper. I get through a whole a nine zipper. I was in your vagina, and you didn't even know it. You, you did not even know it. Uh, so I think that's pretty cool. Pack safe. I'm gonna check uh, them out. I'm gonna order some stuff before I go on my next trip because I don't want to get pickpocketed. <clears throat> you know? Just store it in your junk. Just in my, in my, under my uh, sack? Yeah. I don't know. I need it, I need it to breathe down there. You follow? Yeah, and you don't want your stuff, you know. No. Getting off. <laughs> yeah, getting all sweaty. Uh, do you want to um, play the kayak experiment? Let's do it. Um, today, uh, where, where do you want to go anywhere in the world? You name the place. Get crazy. Um, Get creative. The Bermuda Triangle. Okay, where would that be? That would be like, uh, <laughs> a, would, would Aruba be down there? No, that's Cuba. I know Cuba's one of the points, right? Yeah. And then Miami? Maybe. And then, you don't have any clue, do you? I'm so... All right, how about a city? Okay. Somewhere. Um, what about... Let's Bermuda. Bermuda. Alright. Bermuda. Bermuda International. Okay. Uh, you're you're leaving June 6th, you're coming back the 18th. You're gonna be there for a Sounds while. Good. That's a long trip to Bermuda, I think. Ready. Alright, let's see. You're gonna be flying coach. Now, what I'm doing here is in this short amount of time that I just took. I got on my kayak iPhone app and ordered up an airline ticket for summer steroid. I'm out. Excuse me. To, uh... Got a frog in my throat. To fly to Bermuda. This, uh, kayak iPhone app is just awesome. I mean, in a matter of seconds. You just dial it right up. That's that's sweet, huh? Mm Mm-hmm. I use it, like, every day, even when I don't buy tickets, because I'm stupid. I don't know why I do that. (laughs) Four hundred and seventy-eight dollars. One way. No round trip. To Bermuda. To Bermuda. Four seven. Four seventy-eight. Shut up. Yeah. Thank you, uh, kayak. Up. Really? Is yeah. that cheap? Who? Uh, your friend's kayak, isn't it? <laughs> you know what? Let's bump it up and let's go first class and see some tickets that we can't afford. That's pretty cheap, right? I mean, people yeah. Are, are you kidding me? Bermuda. I'm sitting here going, I might go. I know. <laughs> let's do it. Bermuda. I can save some money. I wonder how expensive it is once you get there. Bermuda. Now, this is first class tickets. I don't want to go. I don't care. How far is Wow, you got to be kidding me. 1268, first class? How far is the trip? Do they, they must really want you there. What's um, going on in Bermuda right now? I don't know. Probably Contest. avalanches, even though there's no <laughs> snow and all kinds of the way the world is today. Bermuda protests. R- Occupy Bermuda. 
they think we're the triangle. Fuck that. Yeah, man. I'm sick of people associating us with shapes. <laughs> There's a new marketing campaign out, like yeah. Bermuda Square. We would like to be known as the Bermuda Oval. <laughs> Triangles are weird, man. Uh, it's going to take you 13... Wait, look, is this right? That's funny. Seven hours to your layover. No, no, it's 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 actually, uh, it looks like about... It, can that be right, 13 and a half hours? That can't be right. I don't know. Maybe I'm reading this wrong. Anyways, it's only twelve sixty eight to go first class. Yeah. Twelve sixty eight. That's cheap first class though. Yeah, round trip. Round trip. What if the Bermuda Triangle was like a publicity stunt and it oh. was wrong? <laughs> <laughs> They're like shit. No. no, that's a real deal, I guess. <laughs> There's a lot of stories. I'm not scared. I would fly it. It'd be awesome. I would love to be sucked into some alternate alternate universe. Somewhere. Yeah, but what if it was some shitty universe where like everything that sucked was awesome and everything that was awesome sucked? I don't know. Wait, I think that's where we live now. <laughs> Maybe it's time to talk about four twenty because of that. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. We should get to that. Um, I think that's it for now. I think that's all I have. I, the water festival, the book. Um, Lost on Planet China, Pack Safe, Kayak Experiment. We did all that. Uh, next up, what do you say we do some uh, travel news? Yeah. You know, we like to do all the uh, latest travel news, folks. We like to bring it to you. And there's, I mean, there's always, I think it's some of the most interesting news, personally. I agree. You know, I get I get too depressed at other stuff. So yeah. we're going to bring you some travel news that will hopefully, hopefully, not only will you laugh, but you'll learn a little something about yourself and about the world. You're a real educator, Jake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got that right. <laughs> we'll be right back with the with the travel news, folks. If you are a pickpocket, you better be great. Cause I get all my travel gear from PackSafe. If you want my wallet, man, you better be slick. It's behind nine zippers and it's next to my dick. What do you think? You think PackSafe would like that? Yep. I could be a spokesman for PackSafe. You could. You know, I used to get pickpocketed all the time. Not anymore. Now I keep all my valuables up my ass. <laughs> Thanks, PackSafe. That's not what I thought. That's not what I thought they meant by PackSafe. It's a big joke to get people to stuff stuff, stuff items near their junk. They're like, how many people can we get to put things? It's near just their- a. It's a sham. They're like. Mm-hmm. This is going to be a hilarious practical joke. It's cool. I like mm-hmm. it. I, I think it's really awesome. I need some PackSafe products. Yeah. You do worry about pickpocketing. I when I first landed in Bangkok, I we were walking down Kosan Road, <clears throat> and uh, this girl was talking on the payphone, just bawling her eyes out, "Mom!" Yeah. And I was, was like, oh, was "Somebody's." That me? <laughs> yeah, I shit my pants and ate a rat. So, all right. Well, let's get to the travel news. Oh, first, I, I got a couple things. Um, tomorrow night, or actually, it'll be tonight by the time I post this. Uh, tonight, you could see Summer Stairud live at the Shadowbox Theater in Columbus, Ohio. Yay! What time? 8 p.m. 8 p.m. How much are tickets? We don't know. 
Five dollars. Five bucks. That's yeah. that's, and you get to see a lot of comics. A lot good for comics. Uh huh. Really good ones. Travis Haywisher, Laura. Oh wow. Justin Golak. Awesome. Me. Mm-hmm. Laura. Laura Sanders. Sanders. Laura Sanders. I mean, yeah. yeah, that's what I meant. And it's a new shadow box down in the brewery district. So that's awesome. Fun. Well, that's good luck. I'll try to stop by. Cool. Uh, and I am uh, on Twitter. <clears throat> under Reprobate2012. Follow me on Twitter. I'll follow you back. Summer Stairrud, all one word. S-O-M-M-E-R-S-T-E-R-U-D. Yep. On Twitter. Follow her. She's beautiful and awesome. <laughs> we have a Facebook fan page also, if you want to check that out under the Reprobate Travel Cast. Add us. <clears throat> I have a couple uh, gigs coming up. I have a special show on uh, 420 in Louisville, and I'd like to thank Louisville.com for the nice article, Louisville.com gets a lot of traffic. Yeah. And they mentioned the reprobate travel cast in the article. How right. cool is that? That's awesome. Yeah, that's pretty exciting. I actually have the article, if I can find it. Louisville. It's like everybody's on uh, Xanax. <laughs> Where do you live? <laughs> pretty weird, huh? Here it is. Uh, do you want me to read some of the article? Yeah, I want to hear it. Comedian Jake Annarino returns to Louisville Improv on Friday, April 20th. He also will be recording his podcast, The Reprobate Travelcast, before the show. The last time I saw Jake Annarino at the Improv, he was the feature, middle act, and warmed up the crowd for a headliner by doing mostly crowd work. I was impressed by his laid-back demeanor and quick wit. The two traits seemed almost to contradict each other. The crowd got a little wild at one point, but he stayed in control. You can read more about that right there on the little review. And uh, it goes on and on. But uh, you if, laid back? Uh, I don't know. Maybe I was on some really good weed that <laughs> night. But uh, if you want to read the rest of the article, it's in the humor section of um, Louisville.com. Or if you just uh, type in Louisville.com, Jake Annarino, you could probably find it. Or Reprobate Travelcast, you could probably find it that way. Or it's on my Facebook page. Sweet. So that's pretty cool. The Reprobate Travelcast getting some press. Nice. And then I'm going to Tampa um, May 3rd through the 9th. I'll be headlining on the 3rd and the 9th. The Improv. How cool is that? That's great. Yeah, Tampa, Louisville. Pretty cool. And uh, the other nights... The nights in between, I'll be opening for a comedy legend, Tommy Davidson. Yeah, he was in that show, uh, Living Color. Yeah. He's in the Ace Detective movies, Ace Ventura and all that stuff. He's uh, really just... I met him once at a Starbucks in Los Angeles. Hmm. Nice guy. What was his drink? Do you know? I don't don't even remember him having a drink, to be honest. I think he was, like, just meeting somebody for business. Hmm. But nice guy. I, I'm going to try to see if he'll maybe want to tell us a travel story on the show. I want to know about the the fly chicks. The fly girls? The fly girls. <laughs> fly girl. Jennifer Lopez was a fly girl. I know. I'm going to ask him, did you hit it? Did you tap that? Pass? Yeah. <laughs> did you guys bang it out? I'm going to ask him. Did you bang it out? He might have. Never know. He might have finger banged J-Lo. We don't know. <laughs> we don't know. They should have been called the fly chicks. Yeah, the fly chicks just sounds a lot better. All right, time for everybody's favorite, the travel news. Oh, by the way, uh, in Louisville, uh, Friday, 420, it's 8 p.m. and 1030 Friday night. So 
come say hi. <clears throat> and if you need free tickets, hit me up on Facebook. I'll hook you up. Um, all right, you ready for the news? I'm ready. Yeah? Let's do it. All right. Las Vegas hangover bus cruises the strip. <laughs> it's already funny, isn't it? If any town Sounds needs like a heaven. <laughs> yeah. If any town needs a hangover bus, it's Las Vegas. Yeah. Do they have brunch and like mimosas and shit? No, listen to what they have. Um IV therapy. They'll stick a needle in your arm, give you an IV. A bloody mary? <laughs> yeah, that's literally. Um Patients can purchase "quote unquote" redemption for one hundred and thirty dollars, ninety dollar introductory offer, which uses IV fluids alone, or they can add the nausea and vitamin therapy. Salvation one hundred and fifty dollar intro offer. It it works. Burke says treatment takes a half hour to forty five minutes. Then you're ready to go get drunk and get gamble. <laughs> That's insane. So wait, the, you you get an IV of fluid. Picture this. Yeah, you get an IV, you get vitamins, you get, uh, you know. Picture this, though. A bus that looks like it's straight out of a James Bond movie on the inside. Plush couches, television screens. Mm -hmm. Check it out. Look at that. Yeah. Oh, it looks like the future. It does. I wonder how, and it's, it's like, white upholstery. I wonder, like, how many people puke on that. Right. But, yeah, that's... uh, That is weird. That's white. Pretty crazy, huh? If you knew how to do IV stuff, like if you were in the, you know, if you were into medicine, mm-hmm. somehow a nurse or, would it, I would be totally abusing that. I'd be abusing the IV of say, what do they inject? Just probably saline I, I don't or, know. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever, but I would. I don't think I don't like needles. Oh, I'm not gonna go fucking get people stuff. People would think I was on heroin, but I was really just man. Injecting. I don't need no stupid bus. You got coconut water. I'll just right. man up, have coffee and and a bloody mary waffle house or something. Oh right, and I'm ready. I bet you it's not as good. But I'm not a pussy like a lot of these people in Las Vegas apparently. You're afraid of needles though. Yeah, I'm a pussy. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't. Uh, <laughs> Don't call me out with the truth. Okay, uh, this is a headline that I thought you, you might uh, think is interesting. Mm-hmm. Sunday they're run over by rescue truck <laughs> <laughs> on Florida Beach. <laughs> it's funny already. You don't really even have to have jokes for it. By rescue? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, boom. Well, <laughs> good thing we're a rescue truck. <laughs> Whoops, we were If any if you're gonna get run over by a truck, the best one to get run over is by a rescue truck, right? She was lucky. It's like she hit the lottery. The lottery hit her. What? The lottery hit her. Did you feel something? <laughs> we gotta rescue somebody. Come on. <laughs> Trying to make quota. It's like <laughs> <laughs> we have one more, we get a bonus. Bam <laughs> Oh Yeah. <laughs> my favorite my favorite poet uh died and he died because he was ran over by run over by a dune buggy on the beach. <laughs> Roses what are red violets way. are boom ow that's not funny I'm if sorry. it would have been a rescue truck maybe he wouldn't have died. Yeah, but it was a dune buggy. Where's he hanging out where dune buggies are? 
I should know. It was Frank O'Hara. It was tragic. But it is. It's not sorry. funny at all. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good story. Uh, <laughs> Rinda, okay. A woman who was run over by an ocean rescue truck while she was sunbathing on a Fort Lauderdale beach. Get a hold of yourself over there. <laughs> all right. Suffered severe injuries and burns. Or t- burns? <laughs> <laughs> they hit her and she caught on fire. She was out a really shitty day. Is all the stuff she probably put on the sunbathe. <laughs> Just fucking blew up in flames. <laughs> 50 years old. She was lying on the beach Tuesday afternoon near a lifeguard tower. Um, she was surrounded by safety. <laughs> Don't worry, I know CPR. <laughs> she had a lifeguard tower. She was hit by the rescue. And they probably still needed, like, a burn victim unit situation to really help her. Poor woman. Her attorney says that several women have been run over by the Florida... (laughs) It's a serial run over. Well, you know, if you're that tan, maybe they blend in with the sand that these guys can't steal. I don't know. The moral is stop tanning. Oh, boy. Okay. Several? Several. There's going to be a walk pretty soon, a 5K walk for the women who have been run over. Oh, man. I'm just going (laughs) four-wheeling. Bam. Ow. Sleepy Air Canada pilot thought Venus was a plane. In 2011 incident... Flyers sent jet diving towards Atlantic to avoid emergency collision. Wow. And it was a planet? It was Venus, and he thought it was a plane coming at him. <laughs> because he was so sleepy. <laughs> and, and he started diving towards the Atlantic to prevent an imaginary collision with another plane. Sixteen passengers and crew were hurt. That, uh... Severe sleep inertia. Man, I really worry about flying sometimes with these guys, you know. Are they doing the truck driver thing? I don't know, but I know that I know a pilot that I see at the bar a lot drunk. And I'm like, you know, I wonder if he has to fly in the morning. Like, And, yeah. and when you're hungover, you're still kind of drunk and tired. Yeah. You know, these guys got to be careful. Or he has a severe issue with death, per- death perception. No, it just says he was sleepy, he said. If you think a planet is coming at you when, I mean, that, wow. That plane's coming right at us and it's shaped just like a planet. <laughs> Are you that cool? It's Venus Airlines. It's ridiculous. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to apologize for uh, nose diving towards the ocean. I thought a plane was coming at us. I'm a little, <laughs> boy, I'm really sleepy. I... Really shouldn't have gotten drunk first thing in the morning. But, but uh, anyway, uh, we've got a free sandwich waiting for you <laughs> to compensate. Planes look a lot like planes. Yeah, oh, sometimes I look up and I think the sun is an airplane. <laughs> Why is that airplane burning my eyeballs? <laughs> Here's a story from MSNBC.com. Travel silly season. Rat racing, cricket spitting... And mullet tossing. Mullet? Like... Yeah, that's what I said. I'm like, how do you toss a mullet? It's part of your head. Yeah. (laughs) What do you... Huh? Isn't that weird? But it's it's apparently a fish. Mm. 
So the first thing, rat racing, I'm down with. Uh, I'm a gambling guy. I might have a bit of a gambling problem. And something as simple as racing rats, I'd be like, I'm going for the skinny rat. Here's five bucks. Because I just like the thrill. Yeah. And those uh, rats are really well-conditioned athletes. Yeah. That's uh, April 12th in Kentucky. Wow, who'd have thought? Cricket spitting. Yes, cricket spitting. Um, Where they pop flash frozen, semi-thawed, adult brown crickets into their mouths and then proceed to see how far they can spit them. Held April 14th and 15th. It takes two days because there's so many good contestants. But I want all these contestants to know that even if you don't come in first place, you're all winners. (laughs) So uh, that's at Purdue University. Sponsored by the entomology department. So I want you to guess how long the record is for cricket spitting. I'll give you two guesses. Okay. uh, 20 feet. Raw. Feet. No, but we do have some lovely parting gifts for you. Thanks for playing. Thirty-seven feet nine wow. and three quarter inches. That is one talented hillbilly. <laughs> that's a way. That's a long way. Yeah, that's long. Thirty-seven feet. That is only like three feet shorter than my dick. Wow. <laughs> that is not true at all. Not even close. <laughs> Not even near close to the truth. <laughs> mullet tossing. Most folks will assume like, like to catch mullets, the small fish found in the Gulf of Mexico, but in Pensacola, Florida, it seems they'd rather toss them. Sponsored by the Florabama Lounge Package and Oyster mm-hmm. Bar. They throw mullets, little fish. Guess how long? I'll give you two guesses. How long the farthest mullet toss was. Well, I mean, if you're spitting crickets and you get 37. Yeah, that's a lot. It's pretty good. I don't know, like 50 yards. 50 yards? That's a good guess, but wrong! Guess again. How many yards? 189 feet, 8 inches. Wow. Yeah. That's only 3 feet. That's only... Yeah, now that's more like it. That's all. That's, we're so dumb. I mean, we're really dumb humans when we're like, I know. Let's. Yeah, how. What are we doing? We don't have things to just do. Just bored, I guess. We're just like, let's make a competition where we shove as many tube forms of meat in our mouth and toss some. Fish. Now, you're talking about the hot dog eating contest. Yeah. Now, are you down? Do you ever watch the hot dog eating contest? No, I'm, I, I do. It's I, riveting. It's riveting because a lot of times it's like a little girl who wins, probably mm-hmm. bulimic. But I find it crazy because I'm sure other countries who are starving. Yeah, they got to like, be watching that going, what a bunch of jerks. I would love all of that food. Yeah, right. that is. We are pretty gluttonous, huh? It's shameful. But hot dogs are so good. They are. And a hundred hot dogs? That's just, yeah, no. And they're so good to some people. Yeah. So good. They have to practice eating them. I heard you like to practice eating the hot dog. Is that true or false? (laughs) Here's another story from USA Today. (laughs) False. USA Today. Travel story. Uh, TSA's letting older flyers keep their shoes on at airports. 
I'm, I'm for that. I don't think we need to have Grandpa take his shoes off. It's going to be the thing, though. They're going to start hiding and shit. They're going to bribe people. Yeah, but I mean, it's senior citizens, 75 years old or older. They don't have any Social Security. Yeah, I mean... I, this plane's going to Cuba. They'll give you so much money if you hide this, these drugs you, for me. Look, you wonder mm-hmm. why... Flights are always delayed. It's because you got Grandpa taking his shoes off 47 times. You ever see an old guy take his shoes off? It takes two and a half hours. They make all kinds of noises. Ugh. Ugh. You ever see an old guy sit down? It takes him 40 minutes. And then he goes, when he's done. It's it's tough. Let them keep their shoes on. And and little kids, they're letting keep their shoes on, too. And I think they should let little kids keep... What the, Nine-year-old, yeah, uh, we think there's a nine-year-old that might have spent a few years in Afghanistan training with Al-Qaeda. Oh, come on. Let let them smuggle drugs, you know? I'm not worried about people smuggling drugs. Okay, well. You know? Yeah. So, I don't know. The TSA is a little, I don't think we need them. That's true. You know, whatever. You won me over. The smuggling Pick your battles, battles, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, And one more news story. Um, Dismembered arm tells tale at New Civil War Medicine Museum. People are going to Frederick, Maryland to go to this museum, and one of the attractions is a severed arm from a soldier from the Civil War. That's pretty morbid, huh? One, how are they preserving that? It looks like it's not in anything. It looks like it's just rotted and sitting there, like mummified almost. Yeah, yeah, it looks like a tree branch with fingers. Okay, for some reason I feel like that's crazy, but then I think about mummies, and I think people want to go, they love Yeah, what's the difference between that and a mummy's arm? You you know what? You won me over. All right. I heard that that soldier would give his left arm to be part of an exhibit in a museum. (laughs) Full circle. <laughs> right. Is that is that dream realized? Is that to, yeah. check? Congratulations. From the bucket bucket list. <laughs> uh. Daddy, I want I want to go look at the arm, Daddy. Anything for you, son? One day, Daddy, I want my arm to be in this <laughs> exhibit. Damn it, kid! You make me proud. <laughs> yeah. So. That's the news. I heard that soldier actually uh, was taken in by Indians, and they gave him an Indian name, Swims in Circles. You still got it. <laughs> <laughs> I still got it. So, all right. That's the news. Yay. Yeah, we did it. We got through another episode. Oh, uh, one more time. Uh, one more thing. If you guys like the show, please uh, check us out on iTunes and give us a five-star rating and a nice comment because that helps our visibility, helps the show, and uh, we would appreciate that. So any, anything else uh, you, you want to talk about before we go? You got a gig tonight? Just um, open mic or yeah. something? Yeah. Yep. That's cool. Yeah, lots of cool shit happens. Shrunken head. That's cool. Shrunken head it's called? Yep. That was my nickname for my penis for a long time. The shrunken head. And <laughs> it's true. But it's 40 feet. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's, but tomorrow's the, the, the big thing. Tomorrow, yeah. If you're in Columbus, folks. Uh, or Lowell for you. Or, or Lowell. It sounds like somebody drowning. <laughs> it only takes a tablespoon. 
So, all right, well, check out Summer Sarah tomorrow, Shadowbacks Theater, or tonight, I should say, because I'm going to post this. So, uh, okay, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, And as always, don't forget, especially on Friday 420, Hitler's birthday, smoke weed.